Shout out to the dreamers <laughs> and even the doubters. Welcome to the Kingdom and Culture podcast, where God's vessels are used to season a bland culture with the salt of his kingdom. Although we're in the world, we're not called to be of it. We are called to truly, yet authentically, represent God in culture by acting, living, and thriving as kingdom kids. Ready for takeoff? Buckle up and enjoy this episode. Let's go! And we're back with another episode. But before we hop in, y'all already know what time it is. Let's pray. God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I thank you for the gifts, for the talents, for the responsibilities, for the personalities that you placed on the inside of them. Lord, I thank you for using me as a vessel, Lord God. To bring glory to your name. Lord, I ask that you fill my mouth with the words to speak. Penetrate the hearts of your people. Lord, not our will, but yours be done. Holy Spirit, speak through me. You know what your children need. You say that those that ask for things in your son's name, that's in alignment with your will, shall receive what they ask for. And so, God, I'm asking that you answer the prayers that have been spoken and even the ones that are unspoken. Show your people your power, your sovereignty. Show them that when they pray, you hear from heaven and you answer. Lord, I thank you that although we may go through the fire, we will not come out smelling like smoke. So, Lord, I ask that as we journey through this episode that your presence is felt because you're omnipresent you're everywhere not only are you here with me right now but you're there with them because that's how good you are and so lord i ask that they feel your comfort that they feel your love and that your mighty will is done This is your platform. This is your podcast. I'm just the vessel that you are using. And so God, I say thank you. That glory will be given to your name. We love you. We praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Let's get, get, get it. Let's get into this word. So the title of this week's episode is We Want All the Smoke. So I'm going to start by reading Isaiah 43 too. And it reads, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Listen, the flames will not consume you. No matter what fire the enemy is trying to throw you in, I'm telling you, because of the God that you serve, you coming out of that thing like pure gold, refined, and you won't smell like smoke. All right. So, 
this week we're going to journey through Daniel chapter 3. So I'm sure many of you have heard the story of the three Hebrew boys that were thrown into the fire. But even if you haven't, that's okay. We family here. We don't leave nobody out. So we're going to do a quick recap. <laughs> Let's hop up in it. Let's run it. So, in Daniel chapter 3, King Nebuchadnezzar builds this statue, this gold statue, that's 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. Think about that. 90 feet tall, 9 feet wide. So yeah, that seems large, right? Because it is. It's pretty huge. But then also think about what statues we have built in our lives that are competing with God. And we know that he a jealous God, so he don't like that. But anywho, so King Nebuchadnezzar builds this gold statue and he invites all of these high officials, these governors, these advisors, these judges, magistrates. He invites all of these people that the world deems as successful. He invites these people to come and worship this statue, right? And so he says that every time that this sound is released, that everyone must bow down and worship this idol. <laughs> but let me tell you about the three Hebrew boys. They weren't having that. That was like, that's a no for me, dog. I ain't bowing to nobody or nothing but my God. So look, they refuse to bow down to this statue. And so we're going to call them the haters. They went and told the king. You issued a decree that anyone that wouldn't bow down to your statue must be thrown into a fiery furnace. And so the king like, yeah, I said what I said. And so, these haters <laughs> say, well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or as my Aunt Latoya would say, a bad Negro. <laughs> so, these haters say, they refuse to bow down. So, the king is like, oh, I know you lying. Go, go get them. Because they about to be punished. So. The king ends up having these soldiers. Throw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Into this fire. Listen. Not only. Did they throw them in the fire. But the fire was turned up seven times hotter. Because he was so mad. That they didn't do what he said. So look. So as these soldiers were throwing the three Hebrew boys into the fire, they ended up getting burned themselves because <laughs> the fire was too hot. See what anger will do to you? <laughs> That's why God said, be slow to speak, quick to listen, slow to get angry. Yeah, because when you're angry, you making decisions. 
that ain't gonna benefit you in the end. We level-headed around here, dreamers. <laughs> we don't act on emotions. Emotions can be in the car, but they not driving the car. You hear me? Okay. So, they get thrown into this fire. They're tied up. They're bound. But as they're in this fire, four people appear. So, the king like, hold up. Y'all see what I'm seeing? I know I'm not crazy. I know I'm not. It never gave delusional. So they see four people. God stepped in with the boys. Because you know what they said? Even if my God does not deliver me from this fire. I'm going to trust him because I know he can. So. Amazed. At what was being seen, King Nebuchadnezzar calls the boys out and he's like, look, I don't want no smoke, but clearly y'all want all the smoke because y'all going to stand 10 toes down about y'all God. So you know what? Because I just seen this, I recant my statement. (laughs) Everybody that does not serve your God. Shall be punished. Because look. The God y'all serve. He a real one. He ain't to be played with. And I'm sure. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If they was like me. They would have been like. I told you to pray with me. Don't play with me my boy. (laughs) So. This situation not only brought glory to God. But it ended up having the three Hebrew boys promoted. Right. So, that's a quick recap. But I want y'all to go read Daniel chapter 3 y'all selves. So y'all can get y'all own revelation. But, I'm going to tell you things that stood out to me as I was reading this. So, first off, the king sent messages to these high officers, officials, governors, advisors, Treasures, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all of these provincial officials, like high officials, to worship this statue, right? All of these people of high caliber, of high status, which goes to show us, as Ephesians 6.12 tells us, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. People don't even be knowing when they're being used by the enemy, right? So that's why it's so important that we keep on the full armor of God because the enemy seeks whom he may devour, right? He's looking for any crevice to get in To deceive God's people into doing things that they know they shouldn't be doing. We know that God is a jealous God. So then another thing that stood out was they were idol worshiping. They were bowing down to a statue. To something that literally is a violation of a covenant God made with the Israelites. So in Exodus 20, 
3 through 5, it reads, you must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. Listen, God is clearly saying generational curses are real. Sometimes we not even dealing with things that that are necessarily our fault. But it's so important that we worship God and we build relationships with God and we stay in tune with God and his Holy Spirit because generational curses are real. What we don't defeat, we leave for the next generation to do so. So then what also stood out to me was a statue was gold. Listen, the enemy is a deceiver. So this statue is gold. But what's ironic is in Revelation 21, 21, we're told that in the new Jerusalem, the streets will be paved in gold. So you see how the enemy takes something that's pure and perverts it. The pure version of the gold is the streets of heaven being paved in gold. But the enemy perverted it. And had people worshiping a statue that was gold. So Revelation 21, 21 says, The twelve gates were twelve pearls, each gate made of a single pearl. The great street of the city was of gold, as pure as transparent glass. Y'all caught that? Pure. <laughs> Alright. So, then... Another thing that stood out was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego oversaw the province of Babylon at the time, but they were not afraid to lose their position or their title. They knew that the position and title that they were given was given to them by God, not man. So although King Nebuchadnezzar put them in that position, they knew that they were really in that position because God had them there for a reason. They remained in a heart posture of serving God regardless of what was instructed. Like Daniel. Daniel continued to pray even when there was a decree that said that anyone that prayed would be punished and put in prison. But see, obedience is better than sacrifice. So then, <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar mocked God by asking Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, what God will be able to rescue you from my power? This man really thought he was so powerful that he tried to play God. But look, they knew that they did not need to defend God because he can defend himself. He just needed their participation, obedience. They were literally willing to lose their lives for the sake of God's glory. Can we talk about trust? 
In Matthew 10, 39, it says, if you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Listen, they said, I don't care what you're saying, King Nebuchadnezzar. You didn't create me. You didn't make me. So I ain't about to serve you. I ain't about to worship you. You can't even save yourself. So how you going to save me? <laughs> so then King Nebuchadnezzar being so mad. That's a demonic spirit of anger and rage. Which caused him to turn up the heat. He was so upset that these three Hebrew boys would not worship him. That he became angry. And right now I declare and I decree that the spirit of anger is cast out of anyone that's listening to this. You have no place in God's vessels. Their temples belong to him. And I declare and I decree you must come out now. Anger cannot reveal. Anger cannot reside within them. I cast that spirit out in the mighty name of Jesus. So, again, this anger caused King Nebuchadnezzar to turn up the fire seven times hotter. And we know that seven in the Bible is the number of completion, right? But what King Nebuchadnezzar didn't even realize is he was only activating God's power by turning up the heat. What the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good every single time. Every time. <laughs> Not only did he turn up the heat seven times hotter, but he used his strongest soldiers to tie Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. To tie them up to throw them in the fire. But look, God don't like ugly. So the soldiers... That were trying to throw them in the fire. Ended up getting burned instead. <laughs> y'all. Y'all see how God don't play by his children. <laughs> the same pit. That the enemy be trying to throw you in. Don't worry. Vengeance ain't yours. God gonna come through for you every time. They're going to fall in that same pit that they was trying to throw you in. <laughs> Anywho. So in Psalms, Psalm 105.15, it says, Do not touch my chosen people and do not hurt my prophets. Y'all. I'm telling y'all, we talked about this last week, but I'm going to run it back. Because this is so important. Watch who you trying to put your hands or your mouth on. Because God don't play by his. Never has. Never will. So. Then we go on to say. How Nebuchadnezzar was confused when he saw four men unbound. Listen, they were tied when they were thrown in the fire. But they came out unbound. Like in the fire they were unbound. He threw them in bound. But even in their, even as they were in the fire. They were unbound. And not only 
was it four people instead of three? It's like, what? God literally confused the enemy. Had King Nebuchadnezzar perplexed. He like, wait. They were tied up and it was three of them. Now I see four? What? <laughs> Jesus showed up. He showed up for his people. Because listen, people might say, oh, well, why did God even let them go in the fire if he was going to show up? Because that's what we talk about. God going to get the glory in your story. He stands outside of time, but he's always on time. So don't look at you being thrown in the fire as God throwing in the towel or God forsaking you. Because he said he'll never do that. But sometimes God has to let you go through things. So that other people can see. That he gonna always come through. He using you. <laughs> to show people his glory. To show people his power. We can't say that we want to be used by God. But then to try to determine how he uses us. We just got to trust. That he is who he say he is. So in Exodus 23, 27, it reads, I will send my terror ahead of you and create panic among all the people whose lands you invade. I will make all your enemies turn and run. Also in 2 Chronicles 20:22, it says at the very moment they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. Listen, God will always confuse the enemy. Praise confuses the enemy. So look, because they were obedient, because they trusted, because they had faith in their God, and they were willing to lose their life for who he is, King Nebuchadnezzar retracted his statement and ended up referencing Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as servants of the Most High God. He went from mocking God to saying, you know what? <laughs> the God y'all serve gotta be real. Gotta be real. They were bound going in, but walked out free. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. Do you hear me? He came to set us free. We're no longer bound. So last. This story. Helped me to observe that. Their obedience led to their promotion. Because they were willing to suffer for God. They ended up being promoted. Here on earth as it had already been done in heaven. They gained favor and statue with God and man. Luke 2.52 tells us. That the same thing happened with Jesus. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. 
And don't get it twisted. We ain't God. We ain't Jesus. And never will be. But we're made in their image. So God said. That greater works will we be able to do. Because we believe. Alright. So. Those are some things that I've observed during this story. And so I just wanted to share with y'all a few principles, right? Shout out to my spiritual mentor for teaching me how to, you know, walk through, walk through scripture. So she always told me to observe the text. Shout out to my mama Kiwana. <laughs> um, but she told me to observe the text. Um pull principles from the text right and then apply how can we apply these principles so i'm gonna share with y'all three principles i got from this text first watch how you treat me i pulled that principle from daniel 322 so daniel 322 said and because the king in his anger had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace the flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in <laughs> watch how you treat God's people because you trying to do them evil you trying to do evil to them not knowing that God gonna always stand up on their behalf yeah also the next principle is unbound by God so Daniel 3.25 says, look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound walking around in the fire unharmed. And the fourth looks like a god. Y'all, they went in, tied up, but even in, even in that fire, they were unbound by God. And look, I'm going to support that with another scripture in Isaiah 54, 17 that says, But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. So the last principle is obedience takes you higher. So Daniel 3, 28 through 30 reads, Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make this decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to even higher positions in the province of Babylon. And look. We're going to support that with 1 Peter 5.10, which says, In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. 
He will place you on a firm foundation. That sounds like promotion to me. So look. How can we apply this to today? Dreamers. We can apply these principles today by staying obedient to God's commands regardless of what others may instruct us to do. We are here to please God, not people. As we continue to please him by bringing glory to his name, he will fulfill us by giving us more than we could have ever asked for. Even when going through the fires of life, we will never come out smelling like smoke. Listen, we want all the smoke when it comes to God. Because we know that he's with us, he's for us, and he's got us. Dreamers, listen. The enemy will try to distract you and make you think that God has turned his back on you when things get a little tough. But listen, God will get the glory. Through your story. Only if you let him. Let's pray. God. I thank you. I thank you that everyone under the sound of my voice. Shall be promoted by you. Lord even when they're going through things that they don't understand. Let them know that your thoughts. That your ways are higher than our own Lord God. Let them know, Lord God, that Psalm 91 says that you are our refuge. Lord, you will continue to protect us. You will continue to be there for us. Even when we walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil because you are with us. Your word says your rod and your staff, they comfort us. God, I thank you. I thank you that what the enemy meant for evil, you always use for good. I thank you that these dreamers, (laughs) these dreamers will be used by you. And when people look at their lives, they will say, who is that God that you serve? And they will point them straight to you. God, I thank you. I thank you that trials build perseverance. Perseverance builds character and character builds hope. We can have hope in you because you that have called us is faithful and you will do exactly what you say. Lord, let them know That you haven't left them. (laughs) But the next level has been unlocked. They've been promoted. Because you say so. We thank you. We love you. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Dreamers. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for rocking with me. As God continues to lead and guide me. I promise to keep being obedient to his will. Until next week. 
We out.